You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Mike. And this is Kevin. And we're here to talk about tire wear. Kevin, what's wrong with your voice? I don't know. Actually, the problem is Kevin's not here. He's playing hooky. No, he sold his motorcycle and he's got to get it delivered to the guy. He'll be over here shortly. In the meantime, you have to put up with me all by myself. Or you. I'll have to make the jokes and laugh at them. Um, What are we going to talk about this week? Well, the first full school that we're together the three-week-long school the first week starts on tuesday we're going to have somebody in here anyway and we're going to test the school and work out the bugs and then the next week there's another class scheduled and we'll work out the bugs out of that and see how this all goes this is basically uh what i've learned in about 50 years of doing alignments all compressed into three weeks we're going to cover lots of stuff we normally don't cover in our training programs hopefully it'll do somebody good in the meantime, we're here to, or I'm here, we's the royal we, me and the frog in my pocket. We're here to answer questions about tire and handling problems. So if anybody's got any questions or comments, comments are always welcome because we can ignore them. Uh, pick one on your phone dial. That'll put you up in the queue so we know you have a question or comment. Please don't put it twice or you'll erase yourself from the universe. Um, and we do have a couple of people who have a question or a comment. I'll be generous about that. I don't know which it is. The first one is from the 917 area code. And since Kevin's not here and I can't make him guess and him guess wrong. So I'm going to have to guess and I'll guess wrong. Uh, except I'm looking at the list. So I know this guy's calling from New York. 917 area code. My bet is that he's not in New York. I mean, why would you be? So, we will push the button, and we will see what New York has to say. Hello there. Good evening, Kevin. I mean, uh, Mike, how are you, sir? One or the other, that's it. <laughs> and I'm fine. <laughs> hey, good, good. I'm the guy from Florida, actually. I spoke to you guys a couple ah. of weeks ago. Yes, hey, sir. Um, I, was, I was doing an inspection on my tire today, you know, the, the, the hands-on, rubbing back and forth. Um, uh-huh. Uh, if you remember, let me remind you a little, uh, we had a, a pull, pulling issue after I put some new stair tire on, we had the alignment done, um, you suggested that they swap the tires around, uh, we checked the alignment, the alignment was fine, um, the pulling went away. What I've noticed on the right side of the tire, uh, very uh, closest rib to the um, frame on the right side, mm-hmm. on a, not the entire circumference of the tire, but just part of it. I'm having some dip, it looks like some dipping wear that's going on in that area. Now, okay. I have been running these tires from the time I installed them at 120 or more PSI mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in there. Um, is that a bearing issue? It could be a bearing issue. I take it that there's no feathered wear, no sharp one way, smooth the other way? No, 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 okay. none of that. Okay. And the last time I checked it, I think the truck was sitting on it when I checked it two weeks ago, so I didn't see anything. Okay, second I mean, question is, what are you using for balance? Uh, they got counteract in both tires. 
Okay, then I don't need to worry about balance. What make of tire is it? It's one. It's from the Goodyear family. I think it's like a Kelly or something like that. Okay, so that's like their second or third line down. All right. Um, what make and year is your truck? It's a 1999 Freightliner FLD 120. Okay, all right. We've got a possibility of a loose bearing. We also have a possibility of a bent rim. Typically, when a steer axle rim gets bent, it will bend on the inside edge where it's not supported by the center part of the wheel. So what I would do is... Go ahead. We're talking the back back side of it then? Yeah, back in close to the frame is where the unsupported bell of the rim is. Okay. So what I would do is I would jack up the right front wheel. Uh Uh-huh. I would spin the tire up with your hands and then look okay. over the top of the tire at the rim and see if it's stable as it spins or if it's wiggling in and out or up and down a little bit. Okay. And if there's a wiggle in the rim, you got a bent rim. Okay. Now, while that wheel is in the air and it's not spinning, grab the top of the tire with both of your hands Extend your arms uh-huh. out and lock them, and then wiggle back and forth with your legs and see if you hear a click, click, click. If you do, the bearing's loose. Okay. Um, why I'm thinking more it's a bearing issue, the tire that was on there before that wore out had the same pattern that this one is starting yeah. to develop right now. Yeah, it could be a bearing. And could very well be, but I would, I would check the rim, too. Yeah. Oh, I definitely will. Uh, and uh, we rotated the rims, the entire wheel, the last time, both right. on each side. Right, so, which leads you uh, back to the probability of a bearing. But okay. I'd still check the rim. Okay. How how tight are these bearings supposed to be? When you grab the top and wiggle it, you hadn't better feel or hear any click, click, clicking. Right. Okay. Now I'm talking about uh, torquing it down. Oh, okay. Now, are you going to adjust it yourself or have somebody else do it? I'm probably going to have someone do it. Uh, um, d- does the MDLI my shop do that? That depends on which shop you go to. Some do and some don't. The Model and International, that's the one I use in Daytona. Model and International will do it. They will tighten bearings. Okay. okay. Well, I have to call them and see because I want to take it to someone to know what they're doing. Yep. I don't want right. someone to screw up my truck. Right. I agree. That's the important part. No, yeah, anyway, no. Kevin, Kevin showed up, so now I don't have to squeak for him. Right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, all right, well, that gives me a place to start with, and I'll, I'll take a look at there and, and, and go from there. But thank you so much for your, uh, your answers. Not a problem, buddy. You have a good day. All right, thank you. Bye. <clears throat> so Kevin made it. I finally made it. Okay, so you were, you were in this desperate project to get your motorcycle sold. Right. You got that done. It's done. Then loaded into a pickup truck. It's done. Strapped in so it can't fall over. It's strapped. And then your 16-year-old, 17-year-old son is going to drive it 40 miles to Oskaloosa and deliver it. Uh, 80 miles to Oskaloosa. 80 miles? It's more like 80. Is this? It's like 40 to Pella. Oh, well, I don't think it's 80. It might be 60. Okay. In either case, he's going to drive it down there. With the motorcycle waving in the breeze in the back. And uh, my ex-wife 
behind him in another trip. Oh, the X-Rays following him, huh? Yes. Turns oh. out they were still intact. Isn't that exciting? Okay, so uh, how much trouble did you have putting the ramps up and pushing it up into the... Well, the one ramp. One ramp. Only did one ramp. Yeah. Uh, going uphill, we decided it was too much of a problem. We turned the truck around on the driveway and... Went down, yeah, yeah leveled it out. That's a good idea. It actually went pretty smoothly. Yeah, that's easy. And now, how much trouble is he, how, many, how much help is he going to have at the other end? Well, that, they were going to look for a place where they could just put it up against an embankment and just roll it right out. I see. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully. Hopefully. If not, they've got the ramp. Of course, if the, mo- if the truck gets stuck, you're really screwed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Somebody's... Somebody's calling the office. <laughs> Do you want to get that phone? I'll get it. He's going to go get the phone. He'll be back in a minute. All right. In the meantime, I have answered the question for a gentleman from the 917 area code who is a New York guy who's living in Florida now. We're going to go to the 620 guy. 620 is not in the United States. 620. I, I don't have a 620. I don't know where 620 is. I get to guess. And so I'm going to guess. It doesn't show up in Canada. It doesn't show up in the U.S. on this little list I got. I'm going to guess this is in the great state of Texas because they're big enough they need an extra zip code or area code. And I'm going to guess he's not in Texas. How's that for a safe guess? All right. Let's see what he's got. Hello, 620. Hello. Hello. How you, how you doing? Great. How are you guys doing? We're doing fine. Where is the 620 area code? Kansas. Western Kansas. Western Kansas. Got it. Okay. Uh, are you in Western Kansas or are you on the road? Hey, Kevin. Or Mike, come in. Uh-huh. I got it. 2014-579. Okay. And it, it wears about halfway around on both gears. On the left front, on the outside, and on the right front, on the inside. Ah, so you got outside wear on the left front, inside wear on the right front on a 2014 truck. Yeah. Right? Okay. And if you feel the tire with your hand, have you ever felt for feathered wear? I don't feel no feathered wear on the tires. No feathered wear on the tires. Does the truck have a left pull? Uh, no. You don't no pull, it just drives straight. Pretty right? drives pretty straight. Okay. And is this all the way around the outside edge on the left front and all the way around the right side on the inside on the le- right side? It's not all the way around. It's part way around. Okay. What do you what do you what do you use it for balance? What, what was that? What are you using for wheel balance? Centromatics. Okay, good. I don't have to worry about balance then. And um, how much inflation are you running? 120. That's good. And what brand of tires are they? Uh, it doesn't matter what brand of tire you put on there. It does the same thing. Okay. Based on everything, you're t- what do you what do you haul? What's your run? I pull a reefer. So you coast to coast or something like that? 
No, I just run from western Kansas up to Sioux City. It's a lot of two-lane. Okay, but the only reason two-lane. Western Kansas to Sioux City. He's got where on the outside shoulder? Straight line interstate travel. He's got outside shoulder on the right front, left front tire, and inside shoulder on the right front tire. Uh No feathered wear, no pull. How how long does it take to occur? Yeah, how many miles before that pattern shows up? About 30,000 miles. That's pretty damn quick. And how quick do you have to take off the tires? And once once you notice it, they really yeah. start going fast. Yeah, they do. Take 10,000 miles, they have to come off. Hmm. That is very miles. At 20,000 right. miles, we won't see nowhere. There. And then all of a sudden, they're just gone. Just, has this truck ever been wrecked? No. I've owned a truck no. that had one mile on it. All right. Okay. Does the, the truck... Tires, the, the drive tires right. were perfect. Yeah. Right, right. If you're sitting on flat ground and you look at the front of the truck, does it look level or does it look like it's leaning to the right or to the left? Perfectly level. Perfectly level. And what is it? It's a it's a Peter car, isn't it? Peterbilt 579. Yeah, 579 Peter car. Yeah. What year? 14. 14. Jeez. 14. And he's having this, this much trouble with it. Yeah. That's crazy. And when you say it doesn't matter what tire, but on what tires have you been putting on? I've had Bridgestones that I've had uh Michelin's. And I okay, went to and a and I went okay, to a roadmaster the cheapest you can buy and it yeah. does the same thing to every one of them. All right. Who have you had have you had any of our shops look at this truck? Great West Tire and Oakley do a three axle alignment on it. Well, that's back. Is that is that one of our shops? Great West is in Oakley. Yeah, that's, they, use, they, use the, they use your alignment system. Okay, yeah. all right. So we know it, and and with no feathered wear, yeah. I'm really not leaning toward alignment. I'm looking. I'm leaning toward a frame problem, or something like that. Hey, have you owned the truck since new? Yeah, since one mile. That's what he said. It's he said truck, he, he I've said owned it ever since it was brand new. Yeah. And and it has done this ever since you bought it. Mm-hmm. Pretty well, much. Two years. Yeah, two years. 240,000 miles. Uh, how many miles are total on the truck? I got 600,000 miles on it. Oh, 600,000 since 14. Well, you don't waste any time, do you? <laughs> I run that's, pretty that's steady, a, yeah. yeah. It's a lot. Uh, I don't, I don't I, Just offhand, I don't have any... Quick answers on this. This is Western Kansas to Sioux City. I'm trying to think of who you go by that I'd like to have a look at this. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be I'm going by Oakley again in the morning. I'm gonna pull in there and have them hook it up and see. Okay, good. And when they and when they when they hook it up and look at it, and if they don't find anything they think is significant, ask them to call me and let's talk to them. Right. Okay. Just, mean, to the, uh, just, to, just to be clear, the pattern is the inside and outside. Uh, inside right, outside left. Right. Uh, and, the, right. and it's just one rib, and that one rib and, just disappears. And it's not all the way around. Not all the way around. I've never, I've never, I've never got over 80,000 on a steer tire. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, and, it, and it just wears out the one rib, and it doesn't wear it out all the way around. That's it, about two inches wide. 
on both tires. Yeah. The left front about halfway around, same way on the right. Okay. All right. Well, when you when you stop in there, make sure that they call us with whatever they find because I want to talk to them about it, okay? All right. Okay. All right, buddy. Have a good day. Thank you. All right, bye. That's... He's always having one half of the tire wear out. It, to, to me, it just... To me, it sounds like a rim or a mismatch. But both rims. But, all, but not necessarily the same one half. What I'm saying is it's always the inside right, always the outside left, no matter what tire he's put on. And I can't believe they always put the rims back in the same spots. Well, not in the, uh, on the same side, you mean. Right. So you, you don't think they always put the right on the right? No, side? they're not always that careful. They pull them both off, they mount them up, they put them back on. They don't care which rim goes where. Yeah, but still, the, the idea that you can only wear out a tire halfway around. That I can see that, but usually it's associated with feathered wear. But he says there's no feathered wear. He says it's not pulling. That's, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of things he says it's not, which leads me off of what I would want to do. Right. So I want them to measure it, then I want them to call me, and we'll talk through what they found, and then I'm going to make sure they check some other things I want them to check. There's obviously a birth defect in this truck. Yeah. We just got to find out what it is. Right. Okay. Very good. So that was Western Kansas. We've got another guy calling in. Who is it that was on the phone? It was, uh, it was somebody calling in with a question on tires. I oh. said, call the other number. Oh, so they called our number. They called, yeah, they called the <laughs> office instead of the uh, Okay, all right. So well, I got the right number. We've got a bunch of calls here, so we better get some questions answered. Yeah. We've got an 830 area code. Where do you think it's from? 830 is probably Texas. You're right. It is Texas. <laughs> Is the guy in Texas? Yes, he can't get out of Texas. No, I think he's gone. Let's find out. Hello, Texas. Uh, good evening. Oh, Thank you for taking good my Good evening. Are you in Texas? Uh, no, sir. I'm in Georgia. That's he's a Texas guy out of Texas. I knew it. Okay. Right. Wish you up. <laughs> What's going on? Right, what was that? What's oh, going on? A, What's uh, I've got a 2000 Freightliner Century. And okay. I got uh, had some issues. Uh, first set of tires I got, you know, I had feathered wear on both sides. I had them switched out. They were cheap Chinese mm-hmm. tires mm-hmm. on there before. Had them switched out. I've got Bridgestone 283 is on there now. Yep. And on the driver's side, the inside about an inch is starting to wear pretty good. Mm-hmm. And it's not mm-hmm. it's not consistent all the way around. That's not a surprise. Is there feathered wear on the tire? No, no, not on these, but on the previous tires that were on it before that the dealer put on when I bought the truck, it, it right. weathered all the way around, both of them. Has it been aligned since that problem? No, it hasn't been aligned, and I just I just changed out the front shocks this last weekend, and they were so bad they couldn't hold themselves up. Okay, well, that could be contributing to the problem. Um, how does the truck drive? Does it have a pull one way or the other? Uh, it doesn't pull. Uh, the only real problem I have with it is the steering wheels. To go straight down the road, the steering wheels 90 mm-hmm. degrees to the right. That's not very good. That's not very good. Okay, so there's no pull in it. What happens when you hit a bump? Does the steering wheel want to chatter, or does it go with a bump pretty decent? Uh, it wants to chatter a little bit. Okay. I think your steering axle may not be square underneath the truck, and I think it's possible somebody has stuck an extra caster shim in one side or the other to fight a pull, and that twisting of the axle is causing this cupping. Okay. 
should be a fairly easy fix. Now, do you know what a caster wedge looks like? No, I don't. It's a tapered wedge like a shingle would be. It's thick on one end, thin on the other, and it fits between the leaf spring and the axle. So if you go out there in daylight and look and, and look at the spring stack below the leaf spring, you, you might see an aluminum or steel tapered wedge in one stack. Underneath all the grease. Underneath all, if there's a lot of grease. Now, on the right side, the odds are it will be thick on the back side, and on the driver's side, it might be thick on the front side. That would They put one shim in that tries to twist the axle and make the truck drive straight, and that twisting effect will cause the left tire to cup. Okay. So that's what I would be looking for. The second possibility is if you took a tape measure and measured from the axle to the front pin on the leaf spring. The U-bolt, the front side of the U-bolt of the axle. And you measured up to the pin and you compared the length side by side. If the left side was longer in that measurement than the right, that would cause the same kind of problem. Okay. So that's where my suspicion would be. Okay. Okay? All right. All right. Well, I appreciate the information. Uh, getting an alignment, would that would they be able to adjust that alignment so much to get the steering wheel back to straight? Or is that something I'm going to need them to take apart? Well, it depends. Now, let's talk about what causes the steering wheel to get out of straight. If the axle is physically skewed underneath the truck, the right side is forward or the left side or vice versa, that will change the position of the steering wheel. Okay. So okay. if they loosen up the U-bolts and they can shift it enough on the center pins, they may be able to correct it. But this is, you said it was a 2000 truck, right? Yes. One, so one in 17 years, now. somebody has replaced the front leaf springs at some time, okay? okay. Now, if the middle leaf springs from the center pin in the middle of the leaf spring to the front pin where it bolts to the frame was a longer or shorter leaf spring than the old one was, then that sucks the whole axle forward or backward, and that changes the position of the steering wheel. Got it? So let's assume you measure with a tape measure and it's all square with the leaf springs you've got now. Let's assume that there's a caster shim there. They take that out and they bolt it back up and everything's good now, but your steering wheel is still crooked. It used to be that the drag link that went from your steering gearbox back to the axle had an adjustment in it, and I could make it longer, shorter, and center your steering wheel. Well, they eliminated that because it was too expensive to make an adjustable drag link. Then where the steering column comes down and hooks on the top of the steering gearbox, there's a spline there. Well, it used to be notched all the way around, and we could undo the bolt and take it off and center your steering wheel and bolt it back on. Well, they eliminated that because it was too expensive to have a slot all the way around on it. So now the only way if you've got one of those trucks that those adjustments are gone, is you have to go up to the top, pop the steering wheel off, turn it where you want it, and put it back on. Okay. So it all depends on what they run into as to whether they're going to be able to fix that below the frame or if they're going to have to come up into the cab to fix it. All right. Well, appreciate it, and thank you guys for all the information. Not a problem, buddy. You have a good day. You too. Bye. Okay. That was a good call. There we go, yeah. We got some stuff done there. Interesting stuff. Stuff. Okay, we got a 434A code. 434. Well, that's obviously. Mm-hmm. Where? Avon. It's Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah, that's what I said. It's Virginia. Virginia. Do you think he's in Virginia? Uh, No. No? Okay, well, let's find out. 
I think he is. Hello, Virginia. Hello. Good evening. How y'all doing? We're great. Are you in Virginia or are you traveling away? Actually, I'm traveling. I'm in Ohio at the moment. Oh, you're a long way from Virginia. Okay. So <laughs> what's up? Well, I got a 2013 Peterbilt 587, mm-hmm. and I just noticed when I'm making a right turn, um, I'm hearing this popping noise on the right side of my tractor mm-hmm. around the wheel area. That's what it sounds like, and I was just wondering, maybe y'all could take a shot at it and just wonder what it, what it could be. I kind of know what that is. I, I, Peterbilt is notorious for this. So is a Freightliner. The old-style Freightliners with the greasable bushings. Where the, the back end of the leaf spring has a shackle that hooks to the frame. And those right. shackle plates, if there's a little gap between the plate and the bracket, when you turn a corner, it'll snap over and clunk. Okay? It's not actually a problem. No, it's, it's just an annoyance. Yeah. Yeah. You can get oh. rid of it. So you say it's not really a problem, it's just something that's just notorious for having? Right, and you can get rid of it by tightening up the shackles against the plate so it so the bracket or the plates can't snap back and forth against that bracket. A lot of times when you're crossing the crown of the road and going from the slow lane to the fast lane, the weight shifts on it, you'll hear a little clunk. Or you're backing into a, a, a dock, you'll hear a snap and pop underneath your feet. And that's just right. that's just the, the this is the spring and the shackle. Yeah, the spring and the shackle are snapping back and forth. If you <clears throat> pull into a truck stop or someplace and flip your hood up and, and look at it with a flashlight and you see an eighth of an inch to a quarter inch gap between that plate and the bracket, that's where the slap's going on. Okay, okay. All right, well, that relieves my nerve a little bit. I, was, I didn't want to be going down the road and my wheel come off or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. I can understand that I've been over. Yep. Now, if you're worried about that, <laughs> it won't matter. If you go fast enough, it'll never settle down. It'll just stay right in here. <laughs> um, if you're worried about that, when you if you have a jack, jack up the right front, spin the tire real fast, put your hand on the air brake chamber right behind the wheel. And if the bearing is bad, you'll feel a vibration in your fingers because the pitted bearing is making a noise and it's vibrating up to there. If you don't feel that and then you stop it and you grab the top and wiggle it, well, then the wheel's not going to fall off. That, that's not a big – safety's out of the question then. Now it's yeah. just this annoyance. Well, I'm pretty sure it's still the spring anyway. Okay? All okay. right. Uh, Devin, appreciate it. You have a good day and drive safe. Hey, you do too. Thank you very much. Right. You bet. Bye. Bye. Okay. That was Virginia in Ohio. You didn't get the button. Virginia in Ohio. Virginia in Ohio. Texas okay. and Georgia. Texas and Georgia. Yep. 719 area code. 719. That's familiar. It is familiar. But do you remember it? Ohio. Colorado. Eh, that was close. <clears throat> is he in Colorado? Hell yeah. They got pot there. <laughs> Why leave? <laughs> Let's see what's going on in Pot City. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> Definitely no pot. I'm no pot. Anyway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm totally against it. <laughs> All right. Um, so what's up? Questions. Spread axle flatbed. Yep. Right. Right. Uh, right side front axle. Yep. Inside wear. Yep. Inside tire. Inside yep. rib. Inside mm-hmm. rib on the outside tire. 
Yep. Only the inside of the inside tire is worse than the inside of the outside tire. Right. Uh, they're about the same. Are they about the same? Okay. okay. All right. First things first. Spread axle trailers are not designed to turn a corner. Okay? Okay. Not designed to turn at all. No, they're designed to go straight. A close set, a close set axle, when you turn a corner, will physically, as you turn left, the left side of the axles will actually get a little closer together. They'll compress the bushings. And it'll form a little cone, so it's kind of arcing around to the left. If you turn to the right, it'll okay. compress, and you'll get a little arc to the right. The spread axles cannot arc enough. They can't move the bushing enough to do any kind of a roll around the corner, so the axles tend to drag sideways. Yep. The right. worst wear position is typically the right front wheel position on the trailer, followed by the left front wheel position, followed by the right rear, followed by the left rear. That's the worst wear positions we typically get. Now, I will tell you that normally the right front wear is worst on the outside edges, not on the inside edges, because you tend to turn sharper to the right than you do to the left in your normal operations. Right. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Now, having said all of that, the inside edge, inside tire typically is from a loose wheel bearing or too much axle flex. I mean, if you've got a Hendrickson, we know the axle is probably flexing. Right. Is this a Hendrickson okay. suspension? I'm not sure. It's just the trailer that I'm <clears throat> looking to buy, and I uh, haven't really paid that much attention to it. I just seen that them tires were wearing, and I thought I'd get a an idea of where to look from good. there. Well, the first thing I would do is next time you go back and look at it, tell them I want that wheel position jacked up. I want the brakes released. And then you grab the top of the tires and just give it a good choke. And if it goes clunk, clunk, you got a loose wheel bearing. Right. Yeah. Try to just try got, to tear the rubber right off the rim. Yeah, and that okay. might not be the most problem. Now, I assume the other wheel positions are not wearing. No. Okay. The, the greatest probability, assuming all these tires have been running on the trailer and they didn't just stick some tires on there, and this pair happens to have the funny wear. But assuming they've been running as sets, and you only have one position doing this, the greatest probability is the wheel bearing's loose. Yep. Okay. Okay. Seen it a million times. Yep. Now, uh, make sure I check that out. The second thing to do, let's say you go clunk, clunk, and that's loose. Then I would spin the wheels up. Now, there's duels there. They're heavy. They're hard to get going. And you get them spinning. And then you slip underneath the trailer and put your hand on the air brake chamber. If you feel vibrations okay. in your finger while it's spinning, not only is the bearing loose, the bearing shot. Needs repair. Okay. Okay? If you okay. can do all that. Gotcha. Very good, buddy. Well, I bet we can get her done. I appreciate the information. We're glad to help you. Have a great day. All right. You all. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from the hippocampus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Colorado hippie getting a flatbed. Not a hippie. Not a hippie. Oh, 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 I missed that. Okay, all right. All right. We got us a 256. Uh, Any guess? Minnesota. I was there recently. Recently. You were in uh, Alabama. Ala-freaking-bama. Let's see what Ala-freaking-bama has to say. Hello, Hello there. Hello, Alabama. 
Hello, hello. It is me again, your friendly Alabama truck driver calling in again. <laughs> yes, sir. We appreciate you being here all the time. What's up? Yes, sir. I got three questions, and I know you charge double and then triple it. So okay. Yeah. Uh, we're going to so raise the rates. We're not collecting enough money. So it's going to go. Uh, uh, it's going to go three times and then six times. Right. Okay. And actually, we're including the, like the last several callers. <laughs> so, what's your first question? Question. I've got vibration in my front end from about forty, uh, about forty-eight up to fifty-five, going up and coming down in the mile. Hmm. You got a bad I've got about a hundred and fifty, about one hundred fifty thousand miles on uh, Michelin. XZA316 ply. Mm-hmm. I've had it in the shop twice since it started mm-hmm. doing this. That, it's uh, kingpin. Had the leaf spring. It's how many miles down. are on your? How many miles are on the kingpins? Uh, a little over a million seventy thousand. I've had them checked both both times because I I went back in with it. Yeah, they're they're, they're not too loose. My, they're, they're not too loose. They're too tight. The thrust bearings under the kingpins are starting to go out. And it's not allowing it to turn smoothly. And in that speed range, it's creating a harmonic as you speed up, and then it goes away. And when you slow down to the uh-huh. same speed range, you'll do it again. You need, you need kingpins. Okay. Well, that solves that problem then. Yep. Uh, second question. Around 62 to 65, I've got vibration in the rear. Mm-hmm. So it's coming up through your seat and your feet. In right. High speed range. Is up it cyclical? Down a mile per hour. Yeah, but does it shake and then stop and shake and then stop and shake and then stop? Yes. And once it starts shaking, yes. does it just shake? It is cyclical. No, it, it, it comes and goes. Comes and okay. goes. Okay. All right. What's causing the come and go? It's normally a two to three second run, then it'll stop for a second or two, then it'll give two to three seconds again. Okay. Exactly. exactly. And what's happening is your wheels are starting to jump, and then the shocks fill up with fluid and they lock it, and then the shock bleeds fluid off and it does it again. Okay? Now, what this tells us is that the vibration is coming out of a set of wheels. And at that speed range, it could easily be a balance problem. So, what are you doing to balance your rear wheels? Centromatics. And you got them all the way around? Yes, sir. Okay. Did you run? Are you running recaps for these original treads? These are uh, Yokohama's M. Was it M17? So they're not recaps. About probably thirty. Probably about well, not well, maybe about between twenty to thirty thousand miles on them. When uh, this, I was getting some tires on my trailer, the uh, tire guy looked at my drive tires, and he said, mm-hmm. uh, you need to drop down to 95 pounds. And I said, mm-hmm. what? And he said, well, he said, These, this lug style actually runs better at 95 than mm-hmm. it does 100. So I did mm-hmm. that a week ago, and he said it'd take several thousand miles for it to straighten it out. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Would that be yeah. it or no? I don't think so. Um, okay. I think we've got some. I got in 2012. Could they have run their course now? Yes. 
one of them could be bad. Yeah, they have a five-year warranty. They could have run their course. Now, here's what I would do, okay? I'm not a fan of throwing money at something. I want to find it. Right. So what I would do is I'd pull this into a shop that has a brain and is willing to think and try things, and I would jack up all four wheel positions and put them on jack stands where the U-bolts are. Okay? Then I would rotate the tires and take the rocks out because they're going to come out anyway. And I would run up to speed on the jack stands. And I would have somebody looking at the wheel positions because one of them is going to be going up and down when you're around 60 miles an hour. Right. And you that's right. the vibration without uh, being on the road. That's the one that's going to be the problem. Now, the trick is once you get it up to speed and you say, okay, I've seen what I need to see, do not step on the brakes. <laughs> you pop it out again and let it cool us down. About that. Yeah. And then once you get it stopped, you can do what you need to do. But I would find the wheel position that's got the problem. Okay. Okay. Third question. Yes, sir. Third and last yep. question. All right. When I hit the brakes, I've got a, a 2007 T600. I've replaced the leaf springs, pins and mm-hmm. bushings on the front. Mm-hmm. It, it has always nosedived on me. I mean, just... Mm-hmm. Almost like it doesn't have no shocks on it, whether they got brand new shocks, gas shocks, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. OEM shocks. Mm-hmm. What, what causes that? Would Road King shocks stop that? No. I've heard that no. they're real, no. real strong. No. Oh. Okay. Let's remember what a shock absorber is supposed to do. A shock absorber, I can talk, I know I can, can. is supposed to control rebound. It's not supposed to stiffen the front end and prevent it from collapsing. Your leaf springs are carrying the weight, not the shock. What right. you're telling me is that you've got so much brake action going in the front end of the truck, and the load shift is coming to the front, and the leaf springs are compressing down. Okay? Uh-huh. As we go to more and more aggressive brake shoes... Or wider brake shoes on the front, which gives you more braking horsepower, you get more nosedive. I would try and have somebody check the brake balance on where the air is being applied and how much air pressure is being applied to the rear brakes versus the front brakes. I think the front's getting too much air pressure. Okay. Okay, dokie. Well, that answers all three of my questions. I sure do appreciate it, but you for sure feel like that's the kingpins on the front. Yeah, I've seen it a bunch. Now, if you want to check it before you tear things apart, of course, at a million three, they don't owe you anything. You, you set it on either turn plates or stacked up garbage bags so they'll slip. You disconnect the tie rod and the drag link. And then you might have to put a jack under, take a little bit of weight off, but not too much because I still want that thrust bearing engaged. And you attempt to turn the wheels back and forth with your hands, to grab the front and back and try to make them turn. And you'll feel one of them is hanging up and giving some resistance. That's the bad one. Okay. All righty. Well, that sounds okay. like a winner. At least I know now what to look for. So I'll have to go back and get a three-axle alignment after they put the kingpins in. <laughs> yeah, it'll, the only thing that replaces the kingpins will do is change the toe in. Yeah, and if you, can measure, toe. Yeah, if you can measure and set the toe, you can do that yourself. Yep. Okay. That's, that's the, reason I, the reason I was asking it. Not questioning you, you fellas, because I know y'all know what you're doing, but that's what I asked both times I had it back in the shop. 
uh, yeah. to get them to check the alignment. And I said, check my my kingpin. That's the only thing up front that I have not replaced in the last nine months. Yeah, the only thing that people do when they check kingpins in a typical shop is they jack it up and they put a bar in there to try to see if it flops in and out. Okay, well, this right. will flop in and out because the kingpin is tight, but the thrust bearings go into pieces. Yeah. I've had I've had people call in and describe this to me, and I said, okay, take it apart, and then let me know. They said when they took it apart, the bearings came out in pieces. Wow. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a winner. I mean, not a winner, Bye, but anyway, <laughs> you guys yeah. know what I'm talking about. I appreciate it so very much. You're good. more than welcome. You have a great day. Good luck out there. You too. Thank you. Thank you all. Bye. Right. Bye-bye. Okay, that was Alla Freakin' Bama. Alla Freakin' Bama. And I was in Alla Freakin' Bama. I flew into Huntsville. Mm-hmm. And then I went out to the state park that's southeast of there a little bit, right on the Tennessee River. Beautiful place. Did a little uh, presentation for McGriff Tire. McGriff Tire. Nice yep. guys. Yep, yep. Okay, let's see. We got a 623. 623. That's going to be. You sure? <coughs> a good one. Come on, give me a guess. Nikto, Arizona. That's what I said. Right. Arizona. Arizona. Why is it sometimes you type in Arizona and you click save and it doesn't save it? It doesn't like Arizona. I suppose. Do you think he's home? Oh, it's a big state. I think he's out of it. All right. Let's find out. Hello, Arizona. How's it going, guys? It goes well. And yourself? Uh, It's going all right. Thank you. Cool. With, uh, are you in Arizona or are you out of Arizona? I am definitely out of Arizona. <laughs> out of Arizona. Okay. All right. Very good. Heading for Colorado. Going to get some of that good pot. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm over here in Charlotte. I'm sure there's some of it over here, too, though. <laughs> Charlotte? Yeah, but it's not legal in Charlotte, I don't think. Different places there. Okay. Well, it's, it's not legal in a lot of places where it's that heavily. <laughs> yeah, well, we know all that. Yeah, okay, all right. Cool. So what's up? Um, I have a uh, left steer tire. That is, I just had the, the the tires checked and everything, and I got a tread depth of nine and a half on the left mm-hmm. and 14 mm-hmm. on the right. Okay. There's no, there's no feathering, and it's it's equal wear all the way around the tire. Okay. And how many miles are on the tires? 90,000? Uh, right at, right at 80,000. Right at eighty thousand. Okay, three thirty seconds difference. Yeah, three thirty. You're you're right where you ought to be. It, with with a truck aligned the way I like them, and and we set them up to drive on a right crown road, so they push just a little left, so the truck doesn't have a right pull. Okay, the left front tire should wear two to three thirty seconds faster in about ninety thousand miles than the right front tire. Okay. It's time to rotate. So then it's time to unbutton the rims, switch them side to side, run in another 90,000 miles, and we'll be back even. Okay. That's that's kind of where I was going, but I just wanted to make sure that there was nothing. I have no vibrations or yeah, anything yeah. like that. And it, and, it, and it does have a slight pull to the right, so I guess, that's, uh, I guess everything's right. Yeah, but the odds are if you put it in the left lane, it's got a slight pull to the left. That's correct. That's yeah, your truck's neutral. That's right the way you want it, and the wear pattern you're getting is what we expected. Now, I would have, when I tread depth the tires, I tell people to tread depth them. 
when the left front tire is two thirty seconds more worn than the right, it's time to rotate them. Okay, you've gone just a little bit past that, but you're still okay. Rotate them, let them even back out. Everything's it's all good. Fine. Everything's going perfect. Okay, actually. and then yeah, <laughs> and, and one last question, if I may. Uh, mm-hmm. Between 73 and 75, and it's rare that I'm at that speed anyway, uh, mm-hmm. but I have a vibration that feels like it's coming from the rear of the truck. Coming up to your feet in your seat? Correct. Uh, what are you using for balance back there? Um, I, I have a super single, so I have no no balance at all. There's your problem. Yep. So, <laughs> so as the doctor says, it hurts when I do this. Don't do that. Doing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so the Centromatics, do you guys recommend those for the super singles or? You need to talk to the Centromatic people about whether they've got one that fits the particular application because right. drum sizes and disc brakes and rim offsets can screw up how it'll fit. I like the Centromatic system. Okay. And and for a, all the dynamic balance. Yeah, for a balance issue, I, I have no problem with that if they have something that will fit your particular application. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I I appreciate it. Thank you much. You have a good day, buddy. Thank you. Okay, well, that was a call from Arizona, and he is out of Arizona in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, uh, what and that was from the six two three area code. Yes. Our next call is from the six two three area code. And that's in Nikto. Nikto. <laughs> I bet it's in Arizona. I guess so. Let's try it and see what this guy had. You think he's in Arizona or is he gone? Uh, well, the other one was out, so this one must be in. Okay. How many people uh, are there? Uh, the only four people live in four Arizona. people in Arizona. The rest of them are all retired. Hello, Arizona. Are you there? Can you hear me now? You're talking to me? We are we talking to you. Okay. Uh, I answered to the last guy in there. <laughs> well, now it's your turn. <laughs> okay. Well, I've got uh, two questions for you, real quick. When you go, the first one is free. Tires, the first one is free. The second one costs you double. Right. Okay. Have a careful with those. Uh, okay. Shake tires. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> when you have one axle that has a, a little more or a little less tread than the other. In what order mm-hmm. should you uh, rotate your tires to? All right. Now we're talking about drive axles, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A tandem drive axle truck, the rear diff will wear 25% faster than the front diff. It's a function of okay. the angles between them and the way they round corners and things like that. What we recommend you do is to X rotate your drive tires. Now. Yep. The cutoff on when to rotate them is when the rear diff is 430 seconds more worn than the front diff. Okay? On steer tires, we do it when one front tire is 230 seconds more worn than the other. Right. 430 seconds between drive axles. Right. And then just X them. Perfect. Go ahead and run them. Okay? okay. Usually, and we say X them because you typically have lug tires. If you don't have lug tires, you don't have to X pattern rotate. You could just front to back. Front to back. The reason you're Xing lug tires is lugs develop a heel and toe pattern, 
And by reversing the direction of rotation, you take the human toe back out of it, the tire wears flatter, runs quieter, and you get a little more life out of them. Good. Yep. All right. And now, you said you had two questions. Speaking of tire life. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of tire life, is there any kind of product you can put on to help reduce weather checking or anything like that? I know Armor no. Hall can sometimes be negative. No. There's just nothing you can do for it. Nothing you can do for them. Ozone is causing weather check. You're living in Arizona. you got too damn much sunshine. The best thing you can do to prevent it is to move to Minnesota. To move to Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> then you have a whole other stack of problems. <laughs> if you move to Minnesota, on my recommendation, you're crazy. <laughs> that's, honestly, that's the first time I've heard Mike recommend moving to Minnesota. So. That's Sven and Holly Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. You bet. Have a good day. Thanks for calling. You too. Okay. All right. We had fun with that one. And we've got one more call. I think, that, I think that's the first time we've had the same area code two callers in a row. In a row, yeah. I can't remember who had it. No, no. But no. in a row, yes. Okay. We have another caller here. we still got 10 minutes left. We're doing good on time. We're doing great. Everything's fine. It's a 470 area code. Um, I said, um, um, I hate to tell you this, but it's not on my list. So this guy is calling from outer space. Canada, probably. No, it's not Canada. I got the Canadian air code right here, and it's not there either. Okay. Mexico. Hello, outer space. Hello, outer space. Where are you calling from? Georgia. 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 Okay. All right. And are you in Georgia? Yes. Uh, is your phone area code from Georgia? Yes. Boy, we got everything right here this time. Okay, cool. Right. And and what can we do for you, sir? I have a 2010 Cascadia drive mm-hmm. axle tire wear. Okay. All tires are wearing on the inside. Mm-hmm. Close to the frame. Right. Close to the frame. Closest to the frame. All eight of them here, closest to the frame. Good, good. Okay, good. You have two possible problems. The first possibility, which you hope it is, is the wheel bearings are loose. The odds are they're not. The odds are you have got a truck with a 9.5 millimeter housing. It's a, a thin, lightweight housing. And as you hit bumps in the road, the weight pushes down in the middle of the axle. The axle flexes, the top of the tires come in, the bottom of the tire goes out, and then it scoots back the other way and chops the inside edge up your tires. Now, one, a way that we can go about answering whether or not this is the problem, has the truck always had this problem? Not with this tire, no. Okay. No, I put new sets of tires. These are Michelin's. So it had Goodyear before. And the Goodyear did the second rib in instead of the outside rib? No, the the Goodyear didn't have it, but there were recaps. Ah, recaps, yeah, recaps are, are shorter tread. They don't do this. The deeper original treads tend to do this because they don't like the flex. Now, are you parked or are you driving right now? I'm parked right now. Is you got a trailer on it or are you unhooked? I got a trailer on it. Okay, all right. That's going to be hard to see. On top of the differential, when you don't have a trailer in your way, there's an arm that goes from the top of the diff sideways to the frame that holds the axle in the middle of the truck. 
And right underneath uh-huh. that arm, on top of the diff, if you take a rag bath there and clean it off, there'll be a number stamped on top of that axle. It'll either be a 9.5 or an 11. Now, that's telling us the thickness of the material in the housing. It's either 9.5 millimeters thick or 11 millimeters thick. If it's a 9.5, that's the light housing, and that cups the tires all the time. If it's the 11 millimeter, it's the thick housing, and we know then that it's got the axle flexing, and it's got to be a wheel bearing. Okay. Now, you could have a wheel bearing loose on the light housing, and then you've got a lot more cupping. Okay? Okay. But now, I wonder... Uh, go ahead. Go um, ahead. There's, there's no camber adjustment on the, on the rear, so no, I'm no, trying no, to figure... No. No, the no. only place where uh, you can have any movement or play in, the, in a drive axle or trailer axle is at the bearing. Or in the axle flex. Well, the, yeah, the new, the new thing is that the, the axle does actually flex. But the only thing right. with any actual play is, is the wheel bearing. bearing. Yeah. Okay. Okay? Now, are you, are, are you a guy that would fix, this, fix the bearings yourself, or would you take it to somebody? I could fix it myself, but I can't take the nuts loose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need you need to have a a gun to take the sockets out or to, to take the the drive axle shaft out. Then you need the big sockets in order to be able to adjust it. And we can tell you what torque setting to set the bearings at to make sure it doesn't happen from the bearings position. But if you got the nine point five axle, you still got a problem. Right. Okay. Oh, you said it on the front drive axle. That number? Uh, no, it's on top of both of the drive axle housings. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. It's it's a stamped right on top of the housing. It's dented into the metal. Okay. Oh, it yeah. There, there's yeah. The the thing is, no matter what you find, uh, your bearings need to be adjusted eventually in any situation. Whether you got the uh, Peterbilt or a Kenworth or you got a Volvo or a or a, or a Freightliner, you're gonna eventually have to tighten the bearings. Yeah, you gotta make sure so, the bearings are tight too. No matter no matter what happens, even if you you know what all we're saying is even if you do tighten the bearings, you may still eventually see this wear anyway because you you, you probably have a thin walled axle. But the 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 thing you still have to do is you have to tighten the bearings. Okay. But well, what about what about the crushed sleeve that's in there? Mm. Oh, you I'm have a sleeve. Looks- you have this. You have the sleeve type. Uh yeah. Okay, then that means you've got a 90% chance your bearings are not loose, and I'm way back on that 9.5 axle. Yep, sure, yeah. It, uh, it, the, the, that sleeve assembly still has to be adjusted eventually also, but it usually doesn't show this wear right. this dramatically. Yeah, the sleeve bearings is a really good deal as far as I'm concerned. Right. What's, what's the adjustment? I have a talker. What's the adjustment on the bearing? 300 foot-pounds. On a, on a double nut. Yeah, and do not back it off. On a single nut, it's 200 pounds. Yeah. So it depends okay. on what you've got. Just just lock that sucker okay. down tight if you've got a sleeve in there. Right. Okay. Um, and what is I this? Have, is it a, uh, is it? I have, I have new, nut, new nuts. Should I put new uh-huh. nuts or just use the one matter. that I have? It doesn't matter. If you want to replace them, replace them. If you don't, leave them. It doesn't matter. Just get them good and tight, and if the sleeve is in there, it should be fine. Okay. All right. right. That's on. And then look all at right. the top of the housing. See what's, what's stamped on it, all right? Yep. Okay. Thank, thank you very much. 
You betcha. Right. Bye. You. Right. Okay, we got one more call here. We can get one more in. He's got a question. He's desperate. He's from an area code that is familiar. Three, two, one. Lift off. Florida. Cocoa Beach. Right. Let's see what Cocoa Beach has to say. Hello. 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 Are you there? How you doing? Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Guy, guy, question for you. You threw me off in Cocoa Beach. I'm a Cocoa, but yeah, same thing. <laughs> okay. Hey, um, I got I got a truck. Um, that I gotta get four new four new drive tires. Aren't they're super singles? Now yeah, okay. I know we had a conversation a long time ago <clears throat> not to put uh, two new ones on the same axle. I blew my rear end out that way. That now, I just got one on Saturday. Okay, I just mm-hmm. put her on one one on yesterday. And now supposedly my drivers just called up and said they need another one. So do I crisscross them? In other words, uh, put one on the passenger back axle, one on the uh, driver front axle? No, no, no. Or no, put them both on the left? Put the two tires on the right side. On the right side. Got you. All right. Okay. That's that that it, man. Thank you, guys. You're lifesavers. You bet you. You have a great day. And then in, uh, okay, thanks. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Once you got a question, go ahead. Yeah, we got another minute. No, he's gone. Okay. He's gone. All right. We did fine. We did great. Uh, it's been a good week. <clears throat> I've been moving out of my house. <clears throat> and into a hotel. And into a hotel. They're going to do some remodeling on the house. And in the process, I caused a rotator cuff injury. Uh, irritation. Irritation. Uh, it's very, nice. very irritated at me. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is never irritated. Not me. But I can't pick up anything, so I'm making my son and my grandson do all the heavy lifting. I'm having a good week. <laughs> they don't realize I paid the doctor to give this diagnosis. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday. Oh, it's Easter. Do we want to do a show on Easter? Uh, we better not. We're going to skip Easter because we want peace at home. Right. So you guys got a week off. We appreciate you listening. We'll join you the Sunday after Easter, two weeks from now. Have a great day. Bye. All right. Thank you all. Okay. End episode. End episode. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.